Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We have turned the corner. We are now into July. We've only got a couple more short months, and we'll be back in the field before you know it. Next, next big holiday is Dove. Days, days getting shorter. They are. Next big holiday is Dove Eve for us. Just, just for the record, where do people buy more waiters and license at? Uh, Arkansas. And if you're going to live in Arkansas, on. if you're going to live in Arkansas, what do you need? You need waiters. And who, and who makes the best waiters out there? Shin Gear Waiters, made out of nylon, not that cheap ship polyester. Uh, they've reimagined the way that you do the seams. They do it, uh, Jeff. Like and, a tin can. Jeff enlightened us on that one. Uh, but, yeah, we are now sponsored by Shin Gear Waiters. They're taking the waiter market by storm. You can look them up at shingear.com. These waiters are available for pre-order right now. So you can go over there, you can pre-order them, and then they start shipping uh, in a couple weeks, so it won't be long. Folks, let me tell you something. You young guys especially listen to me from an old-timer. If you're going to dunk your boys in the water, you don't want them cold. You don't want to do that, so get you some good waders because there's nothing worse than dunking your boys in icy water and having your bootleg full of it. Am I right, Andy? That is actually correct. Jeff's only done it once, and that was good enough for him. No, i done it in 1981, and I'll never forget. So I learned my lesson. So once, yeah. Well, a couple of times that year, but yes, that was the last time I wore waiters all the time. Shingear.com, and they can change the way that you do waiters, direct to consumer, and uh, good customer service standing behind their products. So go check them out, shingear.com. We're also brought to you by Pacific Custom Calls at PacificCustomCalls.com. Hands down, the best duck call that I've ever blown in the PCD. Go see them boys out west in eastern Washington. Trevor and Alex, and tell them we sent you. They're really Stefan. Go make sure you say hi to Stefan if you're out there. <laughs> he's uh, he's on a rock and roll tour right now. Everybody's wanting a little bit of Where's a little bit now? of Stefan, huh? Stefan is Doc Holiday. Oh yeah, every, everybody fucking loves Stefan. Yep. But uh, they they do. They've got one of the best duck calls that I've ever blown. Uh, they're constantly trying to master the products that they have. So go check them out. PacificCustomCalls.com. And I believe there's even a promo code active. BHP25 can save you 25% with them. Uh, we're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. Jeez, they've got more products. They've got a uh, new layout chair coming out. They've got new flag coming out. That's the one I'm looking forward to because I have had hell finding a, a goose flag that uh, can stand up to seven days of use. So, um, And also Dive Bomb is coming out with a brand new pose, a new speckle belly pose, a V2 uh, alternate pose and it's going to kind of show that uh, those those lighter colored breast feathers and it'll add a nice contrast and a nice pop to your decoy spread this fall they're really a one-stop shop whenever it comes to uh, silhouettes and floaters like I said be looking out for some of the other stuff they got coming out that's at divebombindustries.com we're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells Bismuth is the way to go it's back in style ship straight to your door no middleman it's Dad's final rest in pace. We dropped <laughs> we dropped Dad off with Brandon and uh, Zach, and he's going to be loaded up in some shotgun shells, and we'll be shooting around here this next couple of years. I don't know if I'm gonna shoot mine. Well, depends on how much. Depends on how far Ron goes. Dad's but, dream was to be shot in shotgun shells, so he's and now that. he's got it with the, the guys best over you can at, have. at Boss Shot Shells. They've got a simple approach: make a great shotgun shell that hits hard and has a clean kill. So go check them out at BossShotShells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the only way that I start my morning every single morning, especially here when I'm running on little sleep at the Big Honker Lodge. We've got a new blend out, the Missouri Boat Ride. They've got a high velocity. 
They've got good-looking merchandise, so head over to DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Get what you're going to need for those little pick-me-ups. Be shot out of a cannon with a cup of the duck. Also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck, best blind on the market. Now they've got a big boy dog crate for big dogs like Lou. Five-star crash test rated. They've also got fan system that you can put on this crate and keep your dog cool in the summertime. Constantly innovating over there at Lucky Duck. Uh, like I said, they've already got the best blind that's on the market with the uh, Lucky Duck 2x4. You can fit four grown men. Tops come together real nice. And uh, spinners, can't beat them. Go check them out, luckyduck.com. We're also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. New bumpers are out. I'm getting my dog in shape right now. Go buy the first aid kit. Everybody needs to have a first aid kit with them. Keep one in your truck. Keep one in your blind. When you need it, you need it. The times you don't need it, that's a great day. But when you do need it, you can sure make your day a little better by having one. If you're a hunting guide, you should carry one in your in your in your vehicle bag. or in your blind bag. I agree with you. I mean, so. you need to carry a couple, like you said, one in your pickup, one in your blind bag for when you're out in the out in the spread. But the, you just don't know what's going to happen, and you need to be prepared for everything. This uh, safety kit got a lot of cool features, so. Go check them out at Gundog Outdoors. And if you've got a fat dog like I got a fat dog named Lou, they got uh, new bumpers out right now. And they're nice, too. They're nice and soft. They got a nice weight to them. You can throw them a long way. You working with Lou tonight again? Or is it just a one-night deal? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Gundogoutdoors.com. We're also brought to you by Goose Creek Retrievers. Speaking of gun dogs, Matt Peel, he's on a circuit right now. He is just going to all the hunt tests. I think he's killing it at most of them. He's, uh, he's putting out a lot of great dogs right now. He's, uh, he's a hell of a dog trainer. If you've got any questions about your hunting dog for this coming season, if you've hit a sticking point and you need a professional, I would highly recommend you check out Matt Peel at Goose Creek Retrievers. You can check him out online. Uh, Instagram is Goose Creek Retrievers, or uh, you can just find Matt Peel. Shoot man, him a message. and The man works you. hard and loves the animals. He does. And that's what you want in a dog trainer. He is living the dream, baby, living the dream. So go check them out at Goose Creek Retrievers. We're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Logan and Rebel, y'all put enough pressure on them. They're recording episodes. They're up on Patreon right now. So uh, you can subscribe to their Patreon account. Uh, It's a small monthly fee, and you can get the bourbon reviews are free to everybody, but you'll be uh, allowed access to listen to all the shenanigans going on over there at uh, the Cheek Beater Studios. They put on a great podcast, so go check them out. Lookingglass.club. East Texas Rebel and Fanboy Logan. <laughs> uh, we're also brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. They ship whiskey straight to your door. It is a beautiful whiskey that I have enjoyed all summer long. I make my whiskey sours out of it. Did you see who Brandon Bing was with this weekend? Who? John Daly. John Daly. John Daly huh? sitting at the bar with him. Having him a bangtail. Was he really? Yeah. John, I don't know if John had bangtail because I don't know if he's on the bottle or not. But John looks like he's had lots of good days. So yeah. Brandon Bing is meeting some really cool people and getting to hang out with some people like that. So pretty cool. Well, that's cool. I know I, I, you look on uh, you look online and bangtail's kind of taking off everywhere. So check them out if they're at your uh, local liquor store, Bangtail Whiskey. It is a, it's a very good whiskey, and I cannot recommend it enough. So go check them out, bangtailwhiskey.com. This podcast finally brought to you by EyeSight Drones, which we have pipeline inspections, wind turbine inspections, well pad inspections, power line inspections, solar panel inspections. So if you have anything in the outdoor business, outdoor stuff, oil related, construction, farming, they can take care of you. 
They support drain tile survey, do stand counts, ranch land inspections, severe weather inspections, livestock counts, and watershed mapping. Folks, it's 2021, and drones are part of our world. Eyesight drones can do it all. Construction, farming, ranching, oil, every industry can use it. It's so much easier and quicker, and they can get stuff done. They can do 3D modeling, volumetrics, aerial site mapping, and job site monitoring, and that's Eyesight Drones, and that's EyesightDrones.com. We're also brought to you, last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you want dates with us, you better call in a hurry because the little bit of time that I had before we started rolling on this podcast, the phones have been ringing off the hook. So it is not going to be long, and we're going to be just about booked up. So we've got some dove dates available and uh, a couple weekdays for goose hunting. So look us up, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, or you can call us 940-658-3172. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by the lady behind the Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Miss Haley Fox. Um, we talk about everything new that Lucky Duck has coming out this year. They've, they've got a hell of a lot that they're releasing ahead of the 2021 waterfowl season. And uh, we get her on here. We talk about that and uh, everything else going on in the world. Real fun podcast. We always enjoy it when she comes on. Here she is, Miss Haley Fox. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Lucky Duck. I am locally known Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. Are you even locally known? A few people know me. Somebody asked me for a dollar yesterday in Allsup's. Well, you get that when you go to that hellhole. Yeah, that's right. Smell like cigarette smoke. And online with us today, from Aaron Rodgers' winter home in Wisconsin, (laughs) Mr. Haley Fox. Haley, how are you doing, girl? Mr. Did you just call me Mr. Haley Fox? You did. Did I say that? You did. No, I did not mean that. If I did, Mrs. (laughs) Miss. 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 Shoot. We'll figure it out. Jeez. He's, he, he's brutal. How is, how is Miss wrong? Because it is. Not Mrs. Mrs. is married. Yes. Did I say Mrs.? I you meant did. Miss. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, you're not married, though, yet. That's what she said. No. I know. That's why she's just a Aren't, aren't you engaged, though? No. Not yet. No. But get, getting close, though, right? I don't know. Guess we'll see. That's not my t- question to ask. Well, you've got a serious bow, though, in your life. I do. I keep up with you on the Instagram. I know these things. On the IG, yeah. See, if I was getting married, you would know. Well, that's why I asked. I didn't know. Could have been a big. Could have been a big Sunday in your life. You'll get an invite. Okay. Well, I do appreciate <laughs> that. You don't. You do not want him at your wedding. <laughs> you don't want it. You ever seen wedding crashers? Oh yeah. You crashed a wedding not yeah. too long ago. No, it's long. Me and Michelle were at. Uh, the Chateau on the Lake at Branson. Let me tell you something. Branson is not the place for people. It is an old people place with no 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 casinos there. But anyways, we went to Branson one time, and we stayed at Chateau on the Lake, a very nice place. There's nothing going on, but they had a wedding and a wedding reception. So we went. We had a good time. I'm Facebook friends still with seven people from that wedding. <laughs> so, 
I put on a really good representation of West Texas. So, are you going to be at Game Fair? I will be. Yes. There you go. Good. Here, we'll be there. Not like all six. Oh, what six days? Um, I'll be in and out, but I will be there. You remember how y'all were nice enough to send Andy some spotted cow milk? Yes. Andy is not. Is Andy is not very good at regifting others what? or playing it forward. The guys from Pacific wanted Andy to bring some Lone Star oh, beer. Christ now, why Almighty. why anybody would want to bring Lone Star beer, I have no idea. But they wanted some Lone Star beer. Andy bought a fucking six-pack. I said, buy him a fucking case of beer. A six-pack of beer. What a tight bastard Haley. he is. Haley. <laughs> One sip, pass it on. Yeah. Couldn't Especially it. of that shit. I'm looking out for them. Like, I don't want them having to, you know, guzzle that stuff down. It was it was for uh, for the Squad Fest. Listen. All they sold it in was six packs. So I grabbed one. One. And then I went back and I, they only had two in the entire store. So I, I went back and I bought them out of Lone Star Beer. After we, we went to Chick-fil-A and I gave you shit about it. <laughs> Let's don't act like you're some kind of victim here. Anyways, Haley, what, what's going on at Lucky Duck? Well, we're on the tail end now. Um, we've been releasing all of our new products. Um, so that's been good. And the stock will be coming in August and September, right before the season starts. Um, kennels are doing really well. So it's all just been good overall. I am really excited about the big boy kennel because I've got a bigger dog. And there was, there was enough room in the old kennel, but you could, he's fat and, like, and old. So like making that turn, he was like, what the hell is this? So the oh, big yeah, boy kennel. A little more room. Yeah, I'm excited about the big boy kennel. And he, he will thank you for that. So it's doing Good. well, though? Yes, very well. Um, and they're made here in the U.S. And in our, um, we put all the pieces together at our warehouse. Um, so as fast as we can put them together, we're getting them out the door. So Now, whose idea was this fan that you put on the kennel? That's genius. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, kennel fans are nothing new. Um, but Brett is our product development manager. And so he's designed that for a while and he's had dogs his whole life so i think he kind of knew what he liked and what he didn't like um and then our team kind of worked together and tried to make it the best of both worlds and came out with ours so how does how does it work like it runs off of a battery yeah it comes with a lithium battery rechargeable um and then yeah you just put it in the fan it's got the two fans with two speeds run it till it dies and then it's nice that the charger has um different ports so obviously you can just plug it in like normal um and then you can, it also has like a car charger like a usb port and like a cigarette the old like cigarette lighter mm-hmm. um, so you can charge it in your vehicle so that's nice do vehicles come with cigarette lighters anymore uh, no I but know. i think some people still have vehicles around that have them <laughs> I've not seen one of those things like with the like not I mean I've seen like the the round hole but like the actual no. push in oh, cigarette yeah, thing. Right. So then what's it technically called? I think it's just a charger now. I don't think we just Michelle just got a new vehicle last week and I don't think there's one in it. My pickup has one that's in the back seat. Does it? Mhm. And there there might be one. I want to talk to you about I think that you guys are on the cutting edge of is the dove decoys. Yes. Doves Dove hunting is becoming a very popular sport in the South. I don't know about everywhere, but I know in the great state of Texas, dove hunting is king. And I see people running dove spreads now. 
And every year it gets more elaborate and elaborate. I mean, I'm seeing guys now run four and five dozen decoys. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, I know it's big in Texas. Um, it's starting to get bigger up here in the north, I think, but just, I mean, nothing like you guys do. Um, so, so how many spinners do you think people are running? I, I seen last year we had a deal, and I can't remember what it was, but I think it was 15 or 16 spinners were one, one spread. Now, what these, yeah, guy, what these guys great. do, I'm a lazy fella, so I'm going to hunt in the shade. So I'm going to park my truck to where I can sit in the shade and put a lawn chair in front of it where, <laughs> where I'm in the shade and then put the decoys because dove are not the smartest of birds. You don't have to put – you don't have to wear camo and all that shit, but you need the decoys. But you put them spinners in there, and those birds decoy just like – they, they decoy just like teal do. They just do it right in there. And I see yes. more and more spinners. Well, y'all are really big on the spinner game with your with your dove hunting. And Right. I mean, spinners is our area, obviously. And then coming out with the dove was just a matter of getting the right carving. And we already know. I mean, all of our magnetic wing attachments are, like, all the same. So, I mean, that's easy. The technology. Um, and then it's obviously a smaller body so that's why it's four double a's because it's obviously the dove decoy is so small you're not going to stick a lead acid battery in there um so yeah so it's pretty easy on our end and, and i tell people all the time you can go to luckyduck.com it's 29.99 for a lucky duck hd what yep. i don't i don't understand why anybody everybody should have three or four in their dove spread and don't even put any other decoys i just put them at that's all you need and, and they're light they're durable they last Great decoy. I think for the bang for your buck, it's the best buy for anything that we hunt here. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So where all did you go this last season? Where all did you get to hunt, and what all did you kill? Yeah, so I went – let me try to think of where I started. Um, so Mallard Estates would have been first in Tennessee. Um, shot some Mallards. It was a little – I mean, like everyone everywhere, it was, it was a little slower. When was um, this? Was this in like October or what? That was in, I actually didn't really go anywhere until January. Oh, okay. Kept you hidden away. So that was January and then went down to Honey Break. Mm. Um, How was it this year down there? It was also quiet. It was a little slow. We didn't see much. Um, that was in January too. I did that in Mountain States almost back to back. And it was just kind of the same thing. Like everyone was seeing the same thing. It was quiet. Like, it was. I mean, obviously, it's still fun to go and be out there, but it was a little rough, bird wise. Yep. I yeah. know the boys down there had a hard year this year. Everywhere was tough. Yes, <clears throat> right. Yeah, it's just kind of the same story. Um, I'm trying to think. And then, oh, I went to Prairie Wildlife, um, but that was for Upland in was that February or March? So that was a blast. That was my first quail hunt. That was fun. Was it uh, wild quail? Yeah, what? Mm -hmm. uh, how did y'all? How did y'all do that? I mean, this all with dogs. I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. So we had a guide, obviously being there at their lodge, and then the guide was running the dogs, and the dogs would find them, and the guide would help, obviously, spook them up and. Bob whites. Suckers. Were they bob whites? Or the blues? Where were you at? In Mississippi. Probably Bob Whites. I don't think they mean blues there. Blues more Western. It was a Bob White quail. Did you eat any of these little guys? Not while I was there. Oh, we, didn't do, I don't know. we didn't do any fresh ones up. Oh, they're delicious. Was it a um? 
were you at the old fashioned place where they used the mules and the horses and stuff, or was it just you and a guy? No, no, um, not the horses. I know that they have a lot of those back in Georgia and Mississippi where they use the horses and the mules. Yeah, be a well, gentleman. Four. That's that's the gentleman's hunt. Like, it's just old fashioned type doing it. Someone like you, like Andy, lot, that likes like to, a lot of work to shoot a fucking quail. Andy likes to impress people so he could wear his little his ensemble, and that would be right up your alley. <laughs> I don't think so. so. That's why the hell would you take a horse and a carriage on a quail hunt? It's just they don't part, weigh that much. That's the way they just to like get out there just to. It's just part of the deal. It's kind of like a, like a fox and a hound hunt. It's just the old fashioned way of doing it. It's a gentleman's hunt. I that's, gotcha. that's the key word, Andy. There's, gentleman. There's some. There's some wacky things going on. So, Haley, tell us about the uh, topper for the two-by-four blinds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what I wrong? That's what did I do the, wrong? No, that's the best thing that's coming out. Yes. So, those were just released. Um, obviously, Brett also worked on those. So, they I mean, they're designed specifically for our two-by-four because our blinds actually 10 feet long. And so, the two tops, they're like four and a, both like four and a quarter uh, four feet long and so you can put if you have the 10 foot section out you can put two tops on and so they just hook on the stand goes on the one side of the blind and then the top just kind of hangs over top right and then once you grass it up like you grass the blind because it has straps and pockets and you stubble the top and then you really just have like this little window that you're looking out if you really grass it nice mm -hmm. um and so it keeps you covered from the top, obviously, and you're looking out the one side that's open. So when birds are coming in, you can just flip it over and it just shoots back. And then it's got a little handle and you can pull it back over top of you. And yeah. That, oh, I cannot tell you. Have you crane hunted yet? Have you got to do any of that? No, not yet. Oh, they are a pain in the ass. I mean, just the, the, the smallest little detail that's out of place or if you're blind is not just tip top they'll pick you out they'll not come in and it's a nightmare from then on the the top is just it's going to be a game changer for crane hunting when because, yeah when, when should we expect these to be shipped have y'all got them in stock yet they're coming in august in august so people that order them should be expecting september deliveries on them yeah about is the chinese deal made it a lot harder everybody right now getting stuff here yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's getting kind of backed up just everywhere. And then even, like, we've got a container here, and um, they just don't have enough drivers to get product everywhere. So we had a product sitting in Minneapolis, which is, like, an hour from us for, like, a couple weeks because they just don't have enough drivers. Mm -hmm. So just had to wait until it, they do obviously in line of when they arrive and so just when it's your turn they'll get to it see i, I don't understand that i don't understand why we got a shortage of drivers all of a sudden because they're getting paid to stay home drivers yeah, no make, one's working <laughs> but drivers make more money than 15 dollars an hour but so, that's the thing you don't have to go to work and you're going to get something i did yeah it shocks me that we have that many americans that are staying home it really does especially truck drivers and stuff I see people not wanting to work at McDonald's and stuff, but the transit deals, the guys making 100000 a year, I can't believe that them guys are staying home. And I think the Long Beach shipyard is down to a skeleton crew also. What bothers me, I just saw this this last weekend. I was going to a few stores, and a, um, 
a mom and her kids or whatever sitting outside on the stores with a sign that says like help me lost my job blah 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 but the store she was standing outside on the door it says that they're hiring <laughs> see i never like, yeah uh, i don't ever get opportunities like that <laughs> i would love for that opportunity it's like lady just Flip around and your help is right there. I would have went in and got a fucking application, walked out and handed it to her in a pen and said, "Here, they're hiring right there, ma'am." Right. You know. You, yeah. Uh, they don't. People don't want to work. But uh, this has just happened in the last six to nine months, really, where people. It's been a year since the COVID shit, but before that, everybody in the country was working, and just we're at a place now nobody works, and you're seeing it everywhere. The big honker lodge. We're all working. We're going to be full staff here. Everybody's ready to go. Good. You guys booked up? Uh, I've got dates left every month. I mean, if I don't sell another hunt all year, we're going to be busy. But I have a lot of places left to sell hunts. Now I've got a lot of room. Oklahoma oh, duck hunt. Hold on. Let's. What? Jeff likes to cram as many. He likes to get the most bang for his time. It's called owning a business. It's called trying to make a profit. So <laughs> when he says he's got dates available, I do have dates available. There's already people here. Yes, I don't have any dates that I don't have nobody here. Oh, but, but we don't run just one group a day either. Right. And I've got some Oklahoma duck. If you want to shoot ducks in Oklahoma, I've got a great deal we're doing this year, just duck hunting. It's going to be water stuff. And I've got some great ponds. Everything's full. Water's great. I've got some duck hunting available in Oklahoma. If you want to shoot some ducks, call me. Go in Oklahoma. So, yes, I do have stuff. Plug in Stanfield hunting on the Lucky Duck spot here. <laughs> but we will be using Lucky Duck equipment. So, there you go. So, um, will the will the tops, will you all have like a display at Game Fair? With the with the blinds and the top and all yes. that good stuff. Yep. Ooh, I can't. We're gonna, we had them out. We went to that Ducks Unlimited event in Texas. How was that? Uh, it was good. Uh, it was supposed to be in April, obviously, uh, but it ended up being in June. So I well, I didn't make it. I had a wedding, but the guys just said it was unbelievably hot. Mm. It for wasn't us, even hot. Us, well, that Texas June is a little hot for us. It, it wasn't hot. They were very lucky. We. Normal, normally, we've had a but we've had a cooler summer than usual. We weren't there. We we were in Michigan then, so we missed it, or we would have been there. They didn't do a very good job of pushing that either, because a lot of we didn't even know about it until I think Brandon Sarecki at Boston said something to me about it, and I didn't know nothing about it. But it wasn't as hot as on a normal deal. Now next year is it going to be in April or is it going to be in June? I think April. I think they set out the dates because um, they sent out like feedback from everyone on this year, and then said. Say the dates for 2022, so they'll try it again. I think they're also going to move it all to one area instead of having everything spread out as far as from what I understand, too. That's the main thing I told them was, like, it was just so far apart. I think it was nice they tried to do a lot of different things, right? Like, you could see exhibits, or you could go shoot guns, or test ride vehicles, or bikes. And it's a cool idea, but it just ends up being so spread out. Like, you could walk from our booth to whatever the gun area with Beretta and um, it'd be a mile, like a legit mile walk. We, and kids, people with families aren't going to be able to do that or walk that far. No, we need to, we need to get them on the podcast and talk about that. That'd be a good top podcast. The DUX yeah. guys. Yeah. But no, overall we liked it. I mean, it was good for us. Good traffic. We'll go back again. Um, and it was their first year. So I'm sure they learned a lot and next year will be better. Yeah, that's that's the main thing is that. But we were talking, I can't remember who, oh, we were talking to uh, one of the call makers, Pacific, Trevor Austin, and, like, he FaceTimed us, like, the setup that they had. And it's, like, outside, and then you're inside, and it's a walk, and I don't know. 
a seamless thing would have probably been better. But, you know, like, like you said, if they were trying to go for this, you know, you can go over here and do this, you can come back here and do that, you know. Indoors in Texas any time in the summer from 1st of May through the end of September, indoors is a better option in Texas. Yeah. So is that, uh, yeah, it's just nice for like us exhibiting. It's nice to be outside. Like we brought our big trailer and had it outside cause it's wrapped in the wrap truck and all the spinners going and it's nice to have more space. Now, is that the first event that y'all have been to since COVID of last year? Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Well, it's nice to be back. Yeah. I mean, and now, now we got game fair in another month. So for the most part, I think we're at least in the outdoor industry until this Delta variant comes and screws everything up. No shit. We're kind of we're kind of back up and running. So, are you excited about this? I mean, how much do you have to go to these shows? Um, I will hit a few of them. Um, I used to do pretty much all of them. Um, and now, like Game Fair, we have a good team of guys that typically go every year, so it's kind of nice. Like I don't have to be there the whole time; mm-hmm. um, I can kind of swing in and out. Um, and then, like in February, like next February, is when a lot of the shows are at the same time. So that's when, like, those are when our whole team breaks up because we'll have people in at Harrisburg, at at WTF in Nashville, and we have buy group shows. So we kind of have everyone spread out across the U.S. Um, but yeah, we'll, I mean, I like, especially after taking a year off, it's nice to be able to go back and see everyone. Will y'all do shot show again? We're not exhibiting. Um, we weren't going to this last year. Um, I think like Ricky and I will still go or a few of us will go just for a few days to have some meetings and meet with people, but it's going to be nice not to have to be there the whole week and set up a booth and take it down and. It's just a lot. Well, it's just so expensive. I think we might have talked about this last time you were on. It's just so expensive. Yes. I mean, it's a lot. I don't know how many spinners or anything you have to sell to, you know, get something for your for your dollar, but it's a big chunk of change. And then you're in Vegas for a week and hotels and food and. Right, because when we have to set up a booth, I mean, we go literally. We went Sunday to Saturday, so now you only have to go for like a few days. You go, let's say, three or four days only a few nights of hotels. It's a big difference just right there in travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we shot shows different too, cause it's an industry show. So you're not even selling anything. So right. Not, I mean, you, you do, but you don't. Right. You'll make money later, but yeah, not directly at that show. Right. It's all about the connections and stuff that you make there. Right. Yeah. You, have you gone Jeff to shot show? Yes, we went. Nineteen, yeah, a long time ago. Not as an outfitter. No, just we we as went. A spectator? We went as a spectator basically and walked around, and it it was it. I was not expecting what it was. I was expecting it to be an overblown hunting show, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's a strict, strictly a product show for mm-hmm. guys that are they're you know they're selling products. You want to get in front of your Cabela's and whoever the hell is. I'm just using them as an example, but. I'm assuming when you go there, your whole thing is to get to find someone that owns a outdoor shop somewhere. Is that right, Haley? For us? Yes. Um, yeah, I think to start, that definitely was because, um, like, when Lucky Duck first started going in 
I don't know what that was, 2013 or 2014. Um, we were in a little 10 by 10 booth and we were just starting to meet people. And then obviously we've grown throughout the years and we'd have a bigger booth and we had more stores coming to us, which was nice. Um, it wasn't like we were walking around trying to find different um, shops just because there's so many mom and pop shops that, I mean, that's when we would meet a lot of them, then come to us. But yeah, and it's also when most people would launch all their new products. But I think now social media becoming so powerful, most people don't even hold out for SHOT Show anymore. Right. I think before we did it after this year just because SHOT Show wasn't happening. So we decided to wait till July. But I think COVID is going to be the end of hunting shows. Um, There'll be some that'll hang on. Like uh, you'll have, we'll use Game Fair as an example. Game Fair is, is more down to just a waterfowl show. So I think, mm-hmm. and, and it's got a lot of do-it-yourselfers that go there. It's a chance to get out. It's before season starts. I think it'll be, I think a lot of the big hunting shows like we have in Texas, I think with not having them last year, and then people are now have adjusted the way that they market things even more on the internet and stuff and direct marketing from stores. I think them shows are done. I don't. I think, well, consumer shows, I think will stick around like game fair, right? Where consumers can come in and buy product. Right. Um, Industry shows might be a little different, but I think, or NWTF, like the big turkey, turkey show, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of turkey hunters that come in and buy product there or Harrisburg. I think those few will definitely stick around. I think, I think the turkey show and I've never been to it will be okay because it's a destination deal. There are turkey hunters that go there every year just for the, just to go, just to be there. I think game Mm -hmm. fairs like that. Harrisburg, I think is going to be in trouble. Because Harrisburg had a lot of people that would go there to buy hunts and stuff. I, I, mm-hmm. just, I think five years from down, down the road, there's going to be a handful of hunting shows that you're, that are still be there. And Harrisburg might survive. But a lot of those, I think, a lot of them shows, I think, are going to be in big, big trouble. Because the outfitter, the guys like me don't go to those anymore. There's no sense in it. It's a waste of money. And but they still have like because we went for our first time and I was surprised actually that because I was like a whole week long like how can they keep it busy that long and I was like so surprised that like every day during the week like there was still traffic all day every day um, and we sold a lot of product and I think it's nice that they I like that they set up the different exhibit halls like so we were around all similar products I guess or calls or decoys and the outfitters are in a different hall so if you want to book a hunt obviously they're kind of over there but everyone who wants to buy product or like the dog stuff was all in one place which is kind of nice I hope for their sake they do but I just don't because I've seen it and there's less and less outfitters going and so people mm-hmm. that are going there are, don't want to buy beef jerky they don't want you know and and that's yeah. what and get their glasses cleaned and shit like that and give a chance to join a buy a timeshare in Branson and there's getting to be more and more of them exhibitors and less and less of guys selling hunts and product related stuff and unless that changes I think you're going to lose the dynamics of the customer and I may, I may be wrong on this but the Texas shows are struggling big time and last year being off probably was the night I, the, I there's one big show that they have three big shows here in Houston Fort Worth San Antonio and I'll be shocked if they're here in three years what do you think Andy well, I, I see what I see what Haley's saying, and I think I think the big boys like Shot Show obviously be around just because of you know what they bring. Uh, Harrisburg, I think, will survive just because there's so many people that go. Uh, Game Fair, obviously, the the Turkey Show will survive, but the big show in Texas is Texas Trophy Hunters. 
I just I don't think that they end because the last year that we went, it was cinnamon cinnamon nuts and beef jerky and like shitty apparel. Apparel, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So like that, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do something big. And like Jeff said, you know, a lot of these companies like us figured out. Well, we weren't gonna go back anyway. But a lot of outfitters figured out, hey, I can spend that money on social media and get more for my dollar that way. And, so and things are just changing. Social media is changing so much, and a lot of these places are going to have to stay ahead of the curve if they want to survive. The, the funny thing right. is when you talk to the marketing people from these things, I'm, t- I'm dealing with someone that's a younger person than me, which is about, about everything's that way anymore. But I'm dealing with someone in their, in their mid-20s that graduated from college with a marketing degree, and they work for these companies, and I'm like – the, the last year we went, we got a booth for free. They gave it to us. I wasn't going to come back, and they gave it to us. And I told them, I said, listen, you need to find about 10 or 20 outfitters in Texas and give them a booth because that's going to draw more people in because they're not coming anyways. So give them an enticement to come. But uh, they tried to tell me, well, well, we have more people here than we've ever had. I've been doing the show for 30 years. I remember when it was bumper to bumper to walking through the doors. I remember, you know, it would be fifty to 70,000 people come through in three days. I know what it looks like when you bring 5,000 people through in three days now. Don't tell me that it's as busy as it was before and that, oh, we sold all of our booths out. The booths, there's, there's wide rooms to walk now. I mean, they're just there's not 50 to 60% of the exhibitors they used to have, but the quality of the exhibitors have went way down. It's a farm and garden show now. And that you just see a big difference nowadays because of the Internet. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, and we start to learn, right, like as a brand, which ones we're going to go to. Like Game Fair is obviously super easy for us because it's right by our office, so we're only a couple hours away. Um, And like, yeah, we wouldn't make a trip down to Texas for some of those smaller ones just because it wouldn't make sense. So, yeah, well, and I like Game Fair. I think Game Fair is big, too, because it's such a a dog event. Like everyone, like people in the hunting industry love to bring their dogs, right? Like if they could bring them to every show, they would. And game fair is nice. It's like I can finally bring my dog, show them off, put them in some whatever com- competitions, maybe win some money, and make them happy. It's like minded. Everybody that goes to game fair is like minded. When mm-hmm. you when you went to the, the DU deal, the DU thing, I, we we did it twenty years ago in Memphis, and it was outdoors and it poured down rain. It just wasn't a great, but, but it was a fun event. Everybody there was a was a waterfowl hunter, and it was funny because a lot of the Really wealthy people there were for the banquets at night and all the high-dollar auctions and all that stuff. And then you had the poor guys like us that were there to sell hunts. But it was a good it was a good venue. <clears throat> Game Fair is like-minded. you got DU deals. National Turkey Federation is that way. But y'all's direct marketing is just changing the game for people. People want to buy stuff. They go to your website, you know. If, if, if I'm wanting to buy something in the waterfowl industry, and waterfowl more than anything – I don't go look at Cabela's or Bass Pro or or uh, Max Prairie Wings. I go straight to the person that makes the product. And I think that has changed so much. And I don't know how long that um, how long y'all have been doing direct marketing and, as opposed to selling otherwise, but is it safe to say that y'all sell more stuff direct marketing than you do to other stores? Actually, no. We still sell more to retailers. I, that surprises um, me. And that's our main push um and we obviously still have product on our website and then we sell on our website and we love when people buy direct but i mean our retailers are still buying big stock and so they're 
buying our product and taking a risk with us. And so we try and support them and push product and people that way. So our relationships are still really good. I would have lost that bet. I would have too. That's got to be a hard deal for y'all to kind of balance that because you don't want to cut off your supplier. I mean, your people that are selling to you that way, but you also have a lot of direct sales because a long time ago you couldn't buy direct from a company. You had to go through, you know, mm-hmm. that companies didn't want to compete against Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops if they were selling their products. Well, I think so. We keep, we continue to do more exclusives. So like, Cabela's has the HD with Ramel, right? So we don't sell that on our website for that reason. Okay, well, that's Cabela's exclusive. If you want that, go there or whatever. Rogers has the Lucky Pair, a hen and a drake with remotes and a bag. So that kind of helps too where those certain items you can't get directly from us. So kind of it gives people an incentive to buy from retailers too. Yeah. It's got to be such a tricky balance to strike because – you know, and and then you get into this weird thing where you've got, you know, competing brands like Cabela's and a Rogers, and it's like, well, what the hell do we give them to keep them happy, and what do we got to give them to keep them happy? So it's there's a lot more going on behind the scenes for you people than what uh, the average consumer would probably think. Yes, and luckily that's Ricky does that great. He's our sales manager, and he takes care of that, so I don't have to worry about it <laughs> personally. <laughs> So are you, do you still do the social media, don't you? That's, that's yep. your, that's your baby. That's my baby. Yep. Social media are like print ads, email marketing, trade shows, all that kind of thing. Well, I'm going to let you buy me a beer in, in, in Oka, Minnesota. Look at Jeff. Just yeah. spotted cow get, and some cheese. Are they going to have it? Are they going to, do they have spotted cow there? Yeah. It's, oh, shit, I keep forgetting it's Minnesota. Oh, yeah. We'll bring they don't have spotted cow in Minnesota? Nope, only Wisconsin, but we usually bring some anyways. We can, to game we, we can go down to southern Minnesota and you can drink some Muslim beer or something, Dandy. They probably got some special shit over there in Somalia town. What is that? That's where all the <laughs> never mind. It don't it don't matter. Somalia, that's where all the shit comes from. All the bad people in Minneapolis living in three neighborhoods. I feel like you're being ugly. I am being ugly, but I'm being honest. Hey, so this is not waterfowl related, but is Rodgers coming back? What do you mean? Is he playing for the Packers this year? Oh, Rodgers. Aaron. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, Aaron. Yeah, we were about that's Rogers a good question. I think so. I think the media's thrown a few things out of proportion, or they'll take like one thing he said and skew it. Um, so I think he'll for sure play. I don't know what the rest of the stuff's going on between all them and the GM and whatnot, but he'll Yo, be there. Mark Murphy's in a tough bind there. Uh, I was listening to 10 minutes of talk radio between the house and the office this morning, and it was all about that. And they acted like he's going to be at training camp. Yeah. They acted like that, that their big thing was, do you think that Jordan Love will get some reps during training camp or will Rodgers even mess with getting them? Because they said Rodgers don't need reps. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. they acted like he was going to be there. Well, what made me feel good about it is I guess he said that this summer was all about his mental health. He got away. He checked out, went to Montana or wherever the hell he went. and he's. I think he's going to be there. I think he's going to be fresh because training camp starts for them like next week. Yeah, the Cowboys yeah. and the Pitt Steelers today report today. Yeah, I, I, I was talking to James. I listened to uh, – oh, shit. What's the, what's the NASCAR chick that uh, he was dating Danica. for a while? Danica, Danica Patrick. Patrick. That guy's got to be batshit crazy to date her. Why? She's freaking weirdo. 
Of all the hot women in the country, she's not even good looking either. I mean, so you're listening to something that she was on. Is that what you said? My wife was watching the Food Network the other day, and Trish Yearwood, that mm-hmm. that husband stealing wife that's married to Garth Brooks, was, was has a cooking show on, and my wife loves that show. And she was watching it, and Danica Patrick was on there, and she was cooking some shit. And I was like, "That's that goofy bitch that Aaron Rodgers used to date." And I listened to her talking. He he's fucking weird. Was she talking about him? She, no, she's a fucking weird. If, if he dated her that long, he's a weirdo. She is batshit crazy. Not even engaged. Yeah, I know. Well, th- I, don't, I can't imagine how weird this chick must be. I'm telling you no, right she, now. She's a star from Divergent. She's a big deal. I hadn't seen that show. I, I don't even. I wouldn't know her if she coming through the door. But I didn't you haven't seen that movie? No. no Divergent? Oh, jeez. Is it a good one? Yeah. That's a popular movie series. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. What's it on? Uh, oh, that's a good. Well, I watched it before. I mean, it was out before all the streaming stuff was crazy big. It's probably on Amazon Prime, I'd assume. I have Amazon I have Prime. I haven't watched DVDs, nothing. You know, old school. You're what now? I have them on DVDs. Yeah, uh, old school. <laughs> that you is can't old even school. buy a fucking DVD nowadays. So, <laughs> right? No so one buys DVDs. So she's an old time. How is she an older lady then? Um. I think she's 30-something. So is she hot, though? See, Danica Patrick's not hot. Pretty. Well, so I saw a thing that said she didn't even... I think it helps. Like, she didn't even know who Aaron Rodgers was. So, like, they met, and she, like, didn't know he was a quarterback or anything. She probably So I think he liked that. She likes him for him. Well, that she $100 million or whatever yeah. he's gotten, probably... Well, she was probably like, that's a goofy bastard that dated Danica Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Because that, that's I'm, what I would think. I mean, that's all that anybody's talked about all summer long is, is Rogers going to come back? And you being where you are, I figured you'd be the person that would know. I think he is. I mean, even up here, I just see so many random articles just about everything, right? Like, he's getting traded. He's coming back. He's mad. He's, I don't know. They, I don't know what to believe, but I think it's getting a little blown out of proportion because – they don't know what else to talk about. That is true. He is the, mo- the the luckiest man in the NFL because I don't know why anybody would want to live in a big city. Green Bay is a perfect place to play pro football. It's a big enough town. You have everything you need, but it's small enough to have a small town feel to it. The people are great. You're the only game for a thousand fucking miles from there. I mean, it, it's the perfect place to be, and he didn't appreciate any of that, but they didn't appreciate him, and they didn't help his ass the last couple of years, so I see where he's frustrated. But I couldn't. I can't think of anybody that's NFL free agent that don't have a chance to go somewhere that wouldn't want to raise their family there. I really can't. I wouldn't want to live in Miami. I wouldn't want to live in New York, Detroit. Yeah, you're saying that as a 53-year-old man. As a 50, that's exactly right. You're they, not talking. You're not coming as a 23 year old millionaire. No, a 23 year old. But those <laughs> guys on those second contracts that are 28 years old that have kids in a family that would be good. And the other place I would have wanted to go. Dude, before, nobody wants to play in the cold. Why wouldn't you could go to Miami? They haven't had. Well, that's too hot. Yeah, well, Green Bay true. hasn't had a problem getting free agents to go there. And the other place would have been before the last 18 months would have been Minnesota. Those would have been the two places that I would have picked if I was in the NFL to play at. Have, or uh, Buffalo. Buffalo would have been one, too. Have you been paying attention to the final NBA Finals any? Oh, yeah. We never talk about the NBA on here. This is no, a first. No, no, we, I, like, never really watch basketball. But it's cool. Like, obviously, it's our state, and so it's Milwaukee. And it's I've been watching through the playoffs and the finals now. And it's fun. Obviously, it's 
Are y'all win- no are, team? So gotta cheer them on. Are y'all up right now or down? They're up three two. Oh, are you watching? Are you watching now? No. I'm okay, not. Andy, I'm six to say. I saw. Uh, I just saw the highlights because I mean I've I've like kept up with wins. it. Yeah, I want to see who wins, and I know that they were down what two zero at the beginning yep. of the series. The highlight has been the NFL lineman drinking the beer. Bakhtiari. Yeah, Bakhtiari, and his dad yeah. drank a beer with him. That's all I've seen. I saw the beer drinking chugging. That's going in. Have I'm, Have you gone to any of the basketball games or no? No. No. Not 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 feeling it. Cause you go to the you go to Lambo sometimes, don't you? Yeah, I'd go to. I like football better. Does Milwaukee Milwaukee doesn't have a hockey team, do they? Not NHL. I wonder why. We have the Milwaukee Admirals, which is a amateur team, but what? not NHL. That's I don't know why. Well, first of all, if they get an NHL team, they need to change the name from the fucking Admirals to something a little bit more Wisconsin-y. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's what a it would cheesy be. name. I mean, Minnesota does, and Michigan does, like right next to us. So, I don't know. So, what uh, did you get to go turkey hunting any of this spring? I did. I went here in Wisconsin um, first day. Within like the first hour, got pretty lucky and killed one. And I was like, "Oh man!" But now it's over. I was like, "I'm glad I got one," but kind of sad. I only went one day. How many bird? You only get one bird. Yeah, well, you can buy more tags. Um, I just did it. It was getting late here. Everything got pushed back a week. Mm-hmm. And so I got week one. But then the only other ones that were open, I think, were like four and five. And like our latest season, I think week six, like went into June this year. Ooh, Jesus. So, yeah. So it all just, it was kind of a weird year. So I just stuck with week one. Um, but next spring, I'm going to try and do some more. Why did everything get pushed back? I'm not exactly sure. I heard that it was because of like the youth hunt. Um, they wanted the kids to have a better chance at getting some, which I, I don't know. I don't know if they were really struggling to get it because it was too early. Um, and sometimes it's snowing for us still. So might have been why, but I'm not positive. Right. Where all um, do you know where you're going to get to go this, this hunting season? Or is that kind of something that gets decided last minute your hunting trips um we've started planning some i don't know exactly where i'm going yet it is a little more last minute um so we'll see the guys typically go on most of them and then i'll maybe hit up a few it's just hard sometimes obviously being as the only female some lodges and outfitters can't maybe can't handle it or like have enough room for me to like have my own room. Right. Like they could shove three guys in one room versus putting me in my own room. Not always ideal. So we'll see. I'll get thrown in wherever. So it's more of a logistics thing than anything. Like you would love to go. Yeah. It's just hard for you to have the space that you need as the only female in camp. Right. And I don't want the outfitters to like, feel like they have to, not take other clients and fill that room just because I'm coming. So it's not a big deal. That's going to be something they're going to have to learn to deal with more because we're seeing more and more women every year. We see a, we see, we see a 10 times the women hunted with us last year that hunted with us five years ago. But do a lot of them come like with their husbands or something where they can also, so then that's sharing a room, right? So that helps. Husbands, boyfriends, we're set up bunk style rooms. We've got nine rooms. I actually have 10 rooms I can use with, and everything's got bunk beds in them. 
So it's a mixed, and I tell guys, they'll be like, well, one of our guys is bringing his wife. So, well, we don't, we're not set up for that. But, you know, and most of the women that are with the guys, they know it. You know, they know what's going on. And if we've got, right. if they got a big room, I'll say, well, I'm going to give you all two rooms. There's 10 or 12 of them. You all have two, two rooms to sleep in, and they can, they can work it out. We haven't had a, gr- I haven't had a group of just women here yet. Yet. And, That'd and, be cool. But if I did, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't probably mind that at all. But we've never had just a, a but I'm seeing more and more groups of ladies that are going on hunts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would welcome that. Their money spends just like everybody else's does. Yeah. I don't care if you're gray, straight, crippled, blind, <laughs> black, white, green, blue, yellow. You date men, women, each other. I don't care. So I'm open to any of that stuff. But we have not had a group of just women come up on a hunt yet. But Instagram, too. So, like, are they, are they doing it to get away or are they – Trying to be, you know. Are you going to be sexist here, Andy? No, I'm not at all. <laughs> I am saying that a lot of hunters, that, huntresses that you see on Instagram are not doing it for their love of the outdoors. There's a lot of them chicks getting rich because they got their boobs hanging out. Is yes. that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm Andy sugarcoat stuff. I say things the way it's supposed to be. I'm honest about <laughs> things. That, but, yeah. So, you know, you do it for the right reasons. You like being outside. And I represent an outdoor company, so I can't be uh, showing my boobs on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. You yeah, know. you don't want to be hooching it out out there. <laughs> you might sell more decoys that way, but your bosses yeah, might be like, go. oh, my God, what is she doing? Our worst podcast we ever did was with one of those types. Yes. Absolutely Uh-oh. terrible. And you could tell after about three minutes, absolutely no clue about anything in the outdoor industry. But she looked good in a bikini. She was one of those yeah. She was one of those Fisher, Fisher Instagram Chicks. Oh yeah, has a half million followers and probably makes. Fishing is worse than hunting. Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah, you. It's hard to be in a deer blind with your titties hanging out right. on a boat. It's pr- on a boat. It's pretty it's easy. Yeah. For that. You know? yeah, it's pretty like it does not look out of pr- place when you're holding a big fish and you're wearing that attire. Now, if you're holding up a big, you know, strap of ducks or geese, eh, you look like you're faking it if you got your boobs out. Yeah. True. It, now, Blake has taken some pictures that were a little risque with some birds for us a few times, so I have to watch. What scares me is, and not scares me, what makes you wonder is, this trend with these girls and the boobs and the fishing shit, this is all kind of new stuff. So, later on down the road, are we going to have fucking guys looking like a damn fireman calendar out there with the birds and shit? Because I don't want to see that shit. I don't think so. You don't think we're going to go that far left? You Surely not, Haley. I don't think so. I think I think Instagram would murder. Them. I don't know. <laughs> I, was gonna, um, I don't see duck hunters being the. She's gonna say something bad about fat people now. Is what she's saying. No, say. <laughs> yeah, she is. I don't see it happening. Y'all, no. need, y'all need a men of Lucky Duck calendar with a bunch of real guys out there. You know, Lucky Duck is is making products that are great and makes common sense. You don't need a man calendar. You wouldn't buy that calendar, so. No, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't buy one with the girls either. But hmm. but that's what she's saying. Who's Do gonna, people who's even buy calendars anymore? Uh, that's a good point. My calendar's on my phone now. They're not in calendar the calendar. Dogs on it. They're not in the calendar business, Jeff. Um. So what else? Do what else can we expect this uh this coming weeks as se- as season rolls around? What else? What other products you got? Yeah, so we just have a few more releases uh, this week and next week. So we have, well, I can give a little scoop. Tomorrow we're releasing a new remote. 
a new remote kit and a remote system for our decoys. How's, what's what's different about this? When is this podcast being released? Uh, today, let's see. Today's what they said. Today's Wednesday. Monday. Wednesday. Okay. So, oh, then I'll talk about it. There you go. So we got a new remote, um, and it's a different shape. It's I don't have a picture of it up. Um, it actually like so it curves in a little bit. So it just like fits in your hand nicer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can picture that. Right now ours is just like a almost like a rectangle. Yeah. Um, so it's a little nicer to hold. Um, it has still the on off button, but then at the bottom we added a stop all. So if you have a bunch of different motion running, you could just click stop all, kill them all at once. And then the big thing is we have three different channels now. So it's just a little slider switch. So you have A, B, and P. Um, A, B, P? A, B, and P. Yeah, so P is technically program. Okay, um, okay. So that this new remote still works with our old remote system. Okay. So that's why P is programmed because the receiver in the decoy will work a little different um, for programming-wise. But regardless, it all works no matter what. Um, So anyways, now it's easy. You can just slide the receiver in the decoy and say, I want my spinners on channel A. You just slide the switch to A, put all the receivers on A, and say, okay, all my spinners on A. And then I put all my water motion out, put all those on B, channel B. And so when I'm standing in the blind, I click A, turn all my spinners on, slide the switch to B, turn my water motion on. And then that's what that stop ball is for. So let's say I have spinners and water motion going and I have like whatever geese coming in and I just want to kill everything. Um, that'll stop it. And then, so to program everything, you just slide everything over to P and you can program everything that way. So for the new ones, you just have to slide the switch to a, like if I want them on a or B, uh-huh. um, you only have to use P if the receiver is the old one. Oh, okay. Cause the old one only has one button. Right. So that's where you have to program it. But otherwise, the new one, just a slider switch. Super easy. That is nice. The only thing and I'm... one more thing. Oh, go ahead. Um, for you guys, especially like guiding, if you and Jeff both have remotes, you both can run the same decoys. So like if Jeff is out of the blind, running around, whatever, and he has the remote, if you have it as well, you can switch to channel A and turn them off or whatever. Yeah. So Multiple people can control them now, which is nice where you're always yelling at the one guy to, hey, turn the spinners off. <laughs> no, that is nice because we've ran into that a bunch down <laughs> exactly. here, actually. I'm seeing the other side of that. Who the fuck turned the spinners off? <laughs> <laughs> Leave, yeah, you, you might cause a bunch of fights, but there's been times where the guy with the remote goes to do something and it's like we need them on or off and Johnny on the spot is not here. He's off tinkering doing something else so so the agitators you just sent me a bunch of agitators the other day we can run them off of a remote also off the new remote that's pretty cool so you can run the agitators the spinners everything on the same that's damn good then on the same remote yeah that's super excited about that i think it's gonna be nice for people it's less confusing um i think it's nice to have your like if you are hunting water and spinners you can have them separate just makes it really easy yeah yeah, no, that that's uh, so. What else? You, there's there's something else you said. Give us a little yeah. teaser. And then Thursday we are releasing. Have you guys? I don't remember if I've sent you our um, backpacks with like the four slots to like carry all your motion stuff. Uh, I don't know if no. you have or not, but I've seen them. 
but yeah, we'll have to get you some. But yeah, so we're com- we, that one was just the plain um, brown right now. So we're coming out with some different patterns Very on cool. Thursday. Um, and then next week we just have a few non-motor, non-motorized decoys that are coming out. And, um, and then that's it for 2021. Yes. So how, when did y'all start like this product release? Was it a couple of weeks ago? Started in June with some of the dog products. Mm-hmm. So our large kennel and then um, the kennel covers and the fan and pads. So more, a lot of accessories now. And because you have like the intermediate and the large kennel, right? So we have accessories for both. So it seems like a lot. Um, and then all the waterfall stuff started in July. Um, and then we have we do have one predator call. I forgot that will be coming out. We'll launch that in September. So is it uh, normally you would release all this at Shot Show, correct? Correct. So is it has it been better doing it this way, like closer to waterfowl season because people are more excited, or have y'all not noticed any difference? Personally, I think so because when we would launch them in January, and it was nice, right? Like people knew Shot Show was going on and they're kind of paying attention for new products. And so that was great, but it's hard because I had to relaunch them again in July anyways, because right. people forget it's been right. six months. Um, so I'd had to almost do it twice. So I don't know. I think it's better to do it closer to season, but it could be a personal thing or what we've seen that works. Right. Because I know like January, February, I could give two shits about what's coming out. Well, and the, a lot of people are still hunting, so they're right. like, well, I don't really care right now. Or they're busy, or they're not checking social media as much as they maybe are right now. Yeah. During the summer. I, so. think, I think this time in July, people are getting excited. They know we're about five, six weeks away from hunting season going on, and they start looking to spend a little bit of money, you know, get a new spinner or a blind or whatever they're going to get. So, I've always thought summer, like even with hunting shows, the hunting shows in February and March, right? Just you know, you're you're nine months out, usually six months out. Where in June or July, it's right around the corner. Yeah, yep. and, and and I think it's with product release. I tell you, what's really got me really worried about this upcoming season is going to be the lack of ammunition. Yeah, I'm I'm really 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 concerned that if you're hunting in mid December towards the end of January or snow goose hunting this spring somewhere, you better buy you some ammo now. You might. I think that's going to be a big thing of our season is water in the waterfowl business is the lack of ammunition people are going to be able to have to buy come late in the year. And especially with like snow goose hunting, because you run through so many shotgun shells. Like yeah. that's not something, you know, you could go out on a hunt with a, a duck hunter or whatever with box shells and be okay. Like you need cases to go after uh snow goose hunt. I think that's going to be the biggest storyline of 2021 waterfowl season. It's going to be weather first, whatever happens with the weather, if we have winter or not winter, because you never know. And it's going to be the second, the lack of ammunition. I think towards the end of the year, there's going to be a lot of people with hunts booked, but no, nothing to shoot at them. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. It could happen. All right, so I'm going to put you on the hot seat. 2022, do we have any idea what we're looking at for that? Um, we have a few things in the works, only because – we were working on them and possibly going to do 2021 and we decided to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't really give any of it away yet. Goose, duck, blind, just give us something like that. What's it? As far as I know, so far would be duck, 
turkey, um, maybe some dog stuff, but I'm not 100% on all of it yet. Very nice. So when will you know, like, something, when does that decision get made on what the line for 2022 is going to be? Uh, well, typically we start to, we do have a decent idea because Brett's working on it now and then he tries to get samples in. Obviously, if it's a waterfowl product, we want it now-ish, mm-hmm. August, September, and then we try to test it out, obviously, during the fall um, on selective hunts where we're around selective people. And then all goes well. It's ready to launch 2022. And then we already have, obviously, content of it. Um, so that's typically our game plan. So all the stuff that we see on social media, that that came from hunts that you guys were on with a select group of people that aren't going to blab about it, you know, as soon For as you do products? It. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or, well... And Brett, who I keep talking about, Brett Ayers, um, even though he's our product development manager, he's also a very good photographer. So a lot of times, obviously, he's getting the samples, and then he'll go out and take pictures and um, and have that ready for the launch, which is really nice. And they're selective, right? Then I, he knows exactly what we need. Like it's more product focus. I'm not a lot of them. I'm not concerned about ducks coming in because you're just like worried about launching the product. Um, so that's good to be in a contained area. Um, does Have y'all ever had a product that got released before y'all were ready for it? Like somebody blabbed about it or anything like that? No. Um, I mean, so some people, we did use um, like our kennel covers that came out and Optifade. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say they were blabbed. I'd say they were teased a little bit like they kind of were there's a picture out there you could see it um and it kind of generated a little buzz and some questions and we just didn't really say either way until we launched them so a few teasers here and there especially for that product Mm -hmm. um certain ones we would be more careful about it getting teased but like the kennel covers where we technically already had them and this was just a different pattern it was all right for a little teaser to go out. So uh, with, with like different products, like a, a motion decoy or spin or something like that, are you worried about it releasing too early because somebody else might copy it or why would you want to keep it under such tight a lid? Um, just to kind of, I, I guess we're not worried about other people necessarily coming out with certain things. Um, I guess more so just to keep it on the wraps and just have that more of a launch mm-hmm. effect. Like the information's coming from us, right. like as our brand instead of it somehow maybe getting out and not having the correct information. Um, so if we start by the start the conversation first with all the correct information, then it can go from there. Yeah. If that makes sense. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, so, whenever you're making a, like a social media post like this, like, do you have like all the specs in front of you that you have to put with that post? So like I saw the, uh, the agitator or whatever, you know, you've got everything that it does. Um, do they send that over to you and that's how you have to type it out or how do you go about like, or this, or the new goose chair that you got? So it starts back. Um, so I do our, make our catalog. So really it started, I mean, 
which I make in whatever. I would have made 2021 in November, December of 2020 and started it at least. And so I knew the products that were coming. And so I write with, I get like the specs and the features from Brett and our team. And we work together on finalizing the description and the features list. But typically I write all those and then run it by the team. Um, so I do that in the catalog. And then obviously I have to add the products to the website. So I already have the description and those features listed. So I kind of already did the legwork and it's nice once we launch that I've already wrote everything mm-hmm. and kind of copy and paste the select important features um, and then direct people to the website for more pictures and more information. Hey, so this goose chair that y'all have coming out. <clears throat> yes. There's a picture with a guy. He's got like stubble over his head. Is the stubble just on the actual goose decoy or what is that? So that, um, that is actually our flip top for the gear down blind. So it was on the same post. So we have the new gear down blind, which we've always had our gear down Mm 2.0. And now we have the 3.0. So we changed the fabric a little bit. Um, The blanket's reversible for right or left-handed shooters. So that's super nice. And then we created the flip top, kind of like the 2x4 blind. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just brown and it has... um, like a mesh over the front. So you can still see obviously with double straps. Um, and so that's separate from the goose. I should have read a little bit more because it says flip top sold separately. Oh, that's all right. So it's I all sh- in the details, I, Andy, I, I, I sh- all in the details. <laughs> I screwed it up again. Y'all, uh, how many, is there like a number that you try to hit? Like we want to have six new products this year. Not really. Um, I mean, this year was a lot compared yeah. to what we normally do. Um, so I think it just kind of depends on the year and what we're going to do. Um, I don't make that decision, but I know there's not like an exact like, okay, we need to have four. We need to have 10. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of depends what's going on. Because this is a big year for y'all. Yeah, big this kennels. was a lot this I year. Mean... And I mean, like, so we obviously have some killer new products. Um, like the flip tops are kind of are more of an accessory. We already had the blind um improvements to other products or like extending the line like we already had our agitator and now we're just having now we have the hen and the goose so just kind of giving people more options yeah flip tops gonna be big oh i'm so excited Mm -hmm. for it because i cannot tell you how many times the tops end up you know it's just you do it seven days a week like we do and you got guys you have the blinds they're just immaculate and then you got that guy that just (laughs) You're just like, son of a bitch. I spent forever perfecting that, and you just ruined it. You so broke all the tops. Nice That's right. We can't have nice things in here because you, you eager beaver, and you're chewing the tops off my blinds. <laughs> and just leave shit alone. So having this flip top, it's going to change the way we do things. I'm very, very excited about it. Hunting season is here. We're, it's here for us. We are ready. and We, we are ready. We appreciate you being on here with We're, us. And we'll see you up at, uh, at Game Fair. There you go. I'll bring some spotted cow. That'll be good. Well, Haley, we <laughs> appreciate you coming on. And uh, good luck with uh, all the new launches coming out. We look forward to seeing it on Instagram in the coming days and weeks. And uh, we'll see you all in about a month. And good luck with that Sounds puppy. Good. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You, you bet. bet. Thank you, Always ma'am. A pleasure. God bless you and have a great week. Bye. You too. Bye.
Haley Fox with Lucky Duck. Great company. They have a lot of new products out this year. So the flip top's the most thing you're excited about. Yeah, because I'm I'm to the point in my distinguished career. I don't really fuck with duck hunting anymore. You had some duck hunts opening weekend, so. Well, I mean, when duck hunting is the only thing to do, yes. But once goose season rolls around and. Right. I like the idea of the agitator and the spinners running off the same remote. I think that's a pretty good idea. Yes. It's a really good idea. And we, for whatever reason, always seem to have that calm day in the agitator. We'll work a lot. Stir up a little bit of that, put some spinners out, and, uh, but yeah, Jeff, that, that duck hunting shit, it's beneath me. <laughs> well. But those flip tops, have you seen pictures of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they send me stuff all the time on it. They ask me my opinion and stuff. Fuck they didn't you. They didn't send you, ask you yours? Jeff, they don't ask you Andy, shit. Andy, you're just not important. They don't ask you shit. <laughs> all right. But, Mr. Crane. Yep. You are screwed. You're a screwed pooch this year because that, uh, that flip top's going to be good. I'm All excited. Right. I'm let's, excited. Let's get off here. Thank y'all so much. God bless y'all. Have a great week. Check out every one of our great sponsors. Go check out Lucky Duck. If you've got a dog, they've got a kennel. If you uh, hunt uh, edros or whatever, they got A-frames, spinners, all sorts of stuff. Check them out. Lucky Duck. Uh, Dirty Duck Coffee, Boss Shot Shells, Dive Bomb Industry, Specific Calls, Shin Gear Waiters. Uh, they have a they killed it with their waiters. Uh, Looking Glass Duck Club, Gun Dog Outdoors, Goose Creek Retrievers, Bangtail Whiskey, Eyesight Drone Service, and Stanfield Hunting Outfitters.